you have divinely found Awaken Your Sacred Soul System, the Summer Series with Kate Dunnell. This series promises more joy, inspiration and an opportunity to connect with your sacred soul system. Join me this summer and beyond for interviews, high vibe processes and practical ways to live spiritually from soul with complete and utter love for you. Let's take a collective breath, a pause, a moment for you. I hope you enjoy this energetic, uplifting and inspiring series with me, Kate Darnell. This beautiful episode of the Summer Series with Kate Tunnell is proudly recorded and produced on Birupai Country. I'd like to acknowledge and pay my deepest respects to the traditional custodians of this land, their elders, past, present and emerging. Hello, incredible listeners, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Awaken Your Sacred Soul System, the Summer Series. Ah. <sighs> This weekend, I had the pleasure of speaking with the divine Callie Brown. Callie offers a vibrancy to this world where she literally shines a light on your vibrancy. So you can't not feel anything but illuminated when you're in her space, specifically in her coaching space or following her along on her socials where she shares such innate wisdom and magic but this weekend it was particularly special that I connected with Cal and, and had an hour to hit record and podcast with her because on Friday evening my beautiful fur baby, Georgie Girl, G-Girl, um, passed away. She was 12, 13 actually. Oh, my God. She was 13 years old and she got disorientated, scared of a storm and did a runner, went down to the main road and was hit before – I could um, get to her. So unfortunately, Gigi Girl passed, decided it was her time to go um, and left this realm, left our physical world. We had very tender um, hearts and a very emotional weekend. So I'm dedicating this episode to G Girl, but also shining a light on the magic that is Callie because we had a little pre-show chat and I shared my tender heart but I also knew that it was safe and okay to show up exactly as I needed to and to hit record on this episode um, where we didn't talk about fur babies and how glorious they are in playing a special role in our lives. G was just mm, just a divine healing therapy dog for me when I was trying to fall pregnant with Edie back in the day. Eden is eight now, P.S. Um and I would speak to her and I'd be like, Chico, will I ever fall pregnant? She'd like half and put a little head on my tummy. Um, and the way we are able to form a relationship with our pets, but also the way it strengthens that inner warrior, inner divine um, connection with ourselves is just truly magical. So honouring my G-girl, I'm honouring me for sharing this without getting too teary and really thanking Cal for holding me in space and then sharing her innate wisdom um, with us in this very special episode. There's cement trucks and everything, really. You're in, you're in for a real treat. So that is enough for me, except I would also like to let any listener know that if you happen to catch this while we're still in February, I have a special 20... 22, 22nd of the second 2022 <laughs> offer running that for any listener that hears this and would like to join me in the Accelerate container, the Accelerate eight-week container where we jump right in and truly press play on whatever is ready and waiting to be birthed from your soul, from your vibrant physical being this lifetime. Um, I'm going to keep that offer active for the rest of February and for anyone that happens to hear this here on the podcast. So tell your friends if you know 
of anyone who has a soul project or soul desire and they're just so ready to press play on, I would love to support them in Signature Series with Kate Darnell, Accelerate Your Soul Project, an eight-week container of all things vibrant, glorious, and magic. <sighs> okay, get ready because this is a truly magical episode. Thank you, as always, for being here. Incredible humans. I love you and I love you. Love, Kate. Cal, I have a huge plans to hit record. It's going to come. Hang on. We just need to take a breath because I've been waiting for this moment for, for months now. I asked to have the glorious Callie Brown on the summer series and I've been waiting for this, so I'm not going to let anything get in the way of this moment. Here it goes. Callie, 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 Callie. Kelly, this, ladies and gentlemen, is the theme song that I bring in to any time I step into Cal's energy. And no, she won't make you too want to break out into song. What Callie will make you do is she'll make you want to be your biggest, most glorious, fullest version of you. And for me, it's like singing theme songs for the people that I love. If you didn't know that about me, you know that about me now. And this is the theme song that I give Cal. And we can talk about getting everyone a theme song, but Cal, you have a theme song because you literally, you put people in a hot seat and you see them and you hold them and you love them and you cherish them and you honour them. And thank you for being here today. Callie Brown, I'll let you speak now. Hello, darling. Oh. Love you. <laughs> I just love that the, the divine timing of when two souls get to come together and cherish each other and acknowledge each other it is so vital and essential that we do this for each other mm. thank you it's such a pleasure to be here and the next thing and I don't usually pre-plan but you know spirit had some some things flowing through me when the juices are always flowing when you're in space with the glorious cow and spirit had some things planned for me <laughs> well like some whopper things I'm sure we'll get to but the, the other thing I wanted to do, so I've ticked the box, I've sung the theme song, which I might do towards the end because I just it brings me so much joy. But the other thing I wanted to do was read a previous post from the glorious Callie who has said multiple times, like, oh, there's a book in me one day, maybe there's a book in me. But, like, Callie is a constant book. She's constantly writing, sharing wealth of experience and just dishing it up in the moment. And... I'll tell you, I'm really taking some of that sentiment with me this year where I went, do you know what? These books can wait. I need to live. I need to show up. I need to serve. And if it, if it gets put in a book one day, good for me. But right now, let's just be here. So you can witness a lot and learn and feel into a lot of Cal and her writings and her wisdom through her Instagram posts. And just a couple of days ago, she wrote this. Cal, may I please read this? This is so delicious. Someone else reading your words. I mean, oh, can it get I've, any better? Um, Cal, you'll really appreciate this that I even rehearsed. Again, not something I do much these days, but I, di I did some pre-reading. Pre <laughs> we'll see how we go. Cute. <sighs> to respond to life, you need to be resourced. Being responsive to life and present in your relationships requires you to tend to your awareness and your self-appreciation muscle. To be light, capable and available to meet life moment by moment, one must feel unshackled, spacious and connected to. What has you feel safe, seen, heard and valued? It's not too much to desire deeper, more nourishing and resonant communication in your life. It's not crazy to want to immerse yourself in the ability to be fully engaged embodied and expressive of your inner world. It's essential. Your feelings are like signposts guiding you toward that which honors your value system. You get to have a change of heart, question everything and interrupt your conditioning to actually ask what feels true for you. It's not self-indulgent. It's indulging in self that will have you feel more equipped to serve and observe others. Be active in allowing more spaciousness for who you are, what you need and what you feel. 
When you acknowledge and accept yourself, you are building lightness, capability, availability to receive the present moment and to live intentionally. Joy will bloom when you are truly present and compassionate towards your inner landscape, expanding your resourcefulness and your ability to respond to life in alignment with your personal integrity. You are so glorious. You are so divine. Being in response to life is so available to you. Mm. And then we, we're done. We've, we've, we're done. Like, and let's just repeat. We're done. Yes. Thank you for your time, Kelly. Um, <laughs> tell me more, darling. What inspired that? Where, where did those words flow from? Mm. Just thank you for those words, for that frequency, for that share, because it sums so much of just living in the present moment and living for us first um, mm-hmm. so that we can truly be resourced to serve others to serve all of humanity like this is golden 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 thank you for feeling the golden and seeing me and feeling me the way you do that's the gift of being with Kate Darnell is that she can feel into the sacred soul that is in front of her and really honor the way it works and moves and feels and sees the world in a way that is received by the soul itself and I really really have great gratitude for you with that incredible gift and I feel so nourished in this very moment to um, receive what it is that you feel from my words because I don't know about anybody else anybody else who's listening but there's the the occasional um, I speak a language that nobody else will understand you know I need to be more I need to choose more hashtags and marketed words and and maybe I'm a bit too fluffy and highly chunked is is a word that has been thrown my way before I need to chunk down which basically means less words um and um, and I think that that can be carried sometimes I'm sure Mm. when you're free-flowing and writing um books and you know it's a it's such a an accessible part of yourself but there's a there's that moment of like Will what I'm articulating here be received with the energy in which I'm 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 contributing it to, you know, or gifting it to? And and I wrote um, a, a quick little post this morning saying um, something like, um, let me think of the words. It's something like, when you let it flow, it will flow to you. Mm. And there is this essence that I'm playing with right now in my everyday life about being, not being resistant to the edges that I feel and the grief that may come up or the uncertainty or the self-doubt or it's almost like I've had enough of not feeling enough. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you get to that point where you think, I'm just going to say the thing. I'm going to say it how I feel it. And if it's received, it's received. And if it's not, then at least I've I've honoured the feeling. Mm. Ultimately, though, too, I, I sense that it will be received by exactly by exactly who needs to receive it. And this is where, you know, the old paradigm, because we're here in the age of golden light, that, that way of doing in the marketing and the, oh, the chunking. Oh, I can't believe someone used that word for Kelly Brown's post, but I've too been told that my posts are very long. I think I've been waffly before. I'm like, yeah, rambly. But this that that old way of your marketing towards this, like, you know, that all of those ABC sort of marketing things there where they're like, who is your ideal client? Yeah, who like, are you well, speaking no, to? I'm, what transformation yeah. will they receive from working yeah. with you? What, what do you promise them? Like, mm-hmm. and what are they going to get? Where here in the age of golden light, you're speaking to your soulmate client. You're speaking to the person that is waiting, willing for you to be all of you, waiting mm-hmm. and willing for you to show up, to trust mm-hmm. in that flow. And yeah, you know what? Not a single person that listens to this will disagree because that is how anchored in the age of golden light I am, that I know that this is so true for me and so true for more women in particular, women identifying people who are stepping into the fullness 
of them and are so ready to just express exactly as they want. And that's what I loved about that post. You're like, you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to let your emotion lead. And we don't have to put this bit here and that bit there. And this is the formula for this thing that's going to make us so magnificent because we're already so freaking magnificent. No, Mm. no, no more investing in this idea of we have to do that so we're better, so people like us, so people find us, so, you know, we can have our theme songs because we already have theme songs. We already, we already have the theme songs. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Mm. yeah, baby. Mm. Look at us. We're even a little bit of business marketing 101 in here, the right (laughs) way, the real way, the showing up as you way, Cal, right? I know it's not new. I know it's not new, but I think, I think the our industry of wellness is saturated with you have to do it like this way, um, and no, you don't. Yeah, you don't it's do it so anyway. true. It's so true, and I think also we we we're, we're unconscious of buying into that in so many ways. You know, going with the formula. Mm. Um, and something comes and instinct or inspiration comes and you think, oh, well, now how can I package that? That's the next Mm. step, right? Mm. When actually is that the next step for you Mm. as an individual, as a service provider, as someone who's connected to your sacred soul system, Mm. does it even need to be packaged? Mm. Can it be something that you throw out there and see what happens? You know, it's something really brave and courageous about, um, the age of golden light and this opportunity to really take deep ownership of the self, the creation, the um, impulse, and to actually just go, this feels good for me, so I'm going to move there. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Or I'm comfortable with the discomfort, so I'm going to stay here. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, so much, yes. I um I found myself the other day um like almost berating myself for not being patient. Like Kate, Kate Donnell, you're not patient. And then that reminder came and just floated through at Heart Hum and my whole body reverberated with just a warm, fuzzy love blanket, as it does so often now when I remember breath and heart hum. And it was this, it's not in your nature to be patient. So Go channel that energy into whatever the fuck you need to channel it into. Go for a walk, write a picture, put another offering out there, follow up something. No one, no one is watching us with this checkerboard like and marking off what we've done right or what we're doing wrong or how we're managing X, Y, and then X, Y, and Z. Like we can truly just live exactly as we need to. And we Mm -hmm. can do that and make money and have businesses if we desire that Mm -hmm. aren't the normal nine to five grind and raise our children or not have our children and create and or not quit whatever truly really whatever whatever we want to do in this lifetime and when again back to those beautiful words that you shared when we're resourced we will be resourced Mm -hmm. when we're making sure that we're resourced we will truly the universe will support us support us wholeheartedly in all of that and I've been in that place um in that void where you doubt the universe and you roll your eyes at all that spiritual like yeah yeah if you believe you love you you'll you'll always be okay like this this idea of okay and this even the age the age of golden light there's still grief there's still discomfort they're still hard but all of that stuff is just wrapped up in a bundle of life Mm -hmm. this is life life Mm -hmm. as it is yeah I think that's a great question like what does it mean what does it mean to be living to you like what does that mean to be alive Mm. and do you feel that do you feel a sense of living within yourselves and if not then what now Mm. And I love this idea of welcoming because you are such an advocate and you walk your talk so beautifully, Kate, in this idea of 
oh, just willing to be all of you, to see all of you, to experience all of you, to gift all of you. And welcoming impatience is like, I'm welcoming this part of myself that's like, you know, sitting in the chair and saying, now, I want it now. You know, I see this six-year-old Kate with a oh. knife and fork, you know, oh, tapping it spicy. against the plate. It's the red hair, I tell you. She's spicy. Like I'm ready to eat it all now, not just one piece of cake. And it, Oh, no, the whole cake, Cal, always mm-hmm. the whole cake. But truly as well, as I welcome and honour that part of me, I actually am able to have more compassion, more patience for, say, if I'm waiting for a reply or a response, if I'm waiting for a sign Absolutely. or whatever. It and is. be less irritated with your kids or, yeah, you know, agitated by a bill or, yeah. you know, like a fine or get it's just like those things can move present. through you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just truly get to be present. And, mm. you know, like as soon as, like, and this is an old one, I know the whole should, like let's not should on ourselves. But as soon as I find myself slipping into those programs, like you should do this or you shouldn't be napping, um, as, soon, as soon as I slip into anything that's not my true nature, hmm. well, we're not aligned with sacred soul system. We're not living from, um, from that essence of soul. I don't know. For me, I guess what living means, I'm going to answer that question, Cal. Um, for me, living is when we are living with the essence of, of who we are in any given moment and it's allowed to change. And sometimes I'm a cranky mum and sometimes I'm a frustrated businesswoman um, and all of those things make up the myriad of a human being that is here to love fully this lifetime. And mm. ultimately, I think we all are. I think we're all here to love fully this lifetime gosh it needs a whole heap of love for ourselves first yeah yeah totally and that's what came to me when you said living with essence because I think so many of us have diluted our connection to self and soul and tailored it and repressed it and suppressed it due to our the modeling the modeling that we've been shown from the essence you know when it's like a eulogy. You never have anybody sit with a eulogy and start saying, you know, well, that when we went to that Chinese restaurant, you only had $20 in your wallet. And so I paid for the dinner. And then we went on that holiday. And, you know, you didn't want to get the extra towels because they were $5. And you couldn't believe when we were paying $380 for the night of the room that we were going to pay $5 extra for the towels. But I understand that, you know, now you've got nothing left to leave us, but it was a good life. Thanks, Dad. You know, like <laughs> this, isn't, this oh, is not the eulogy. You and your analogy, <laughs> the best. It's never, it's never the eulogy. It's never the, it's never the eulogy ever. And I mean, ping be- me a DM if you've ever been to a funeral with a with a eulogy oh, like that. I and feel like my mind will be blown. We've got a little <laughs> bit of an afterlife episode in that where we rock up to a Ricky Gervais eulogy where he's, totally. he's like, Dad. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, there's something in that, Cal. Definitely. We'll just shove that out and see. Totally. And I think it takes me there because we go to the essence of the person. Mm-hmm. And this is going to get me emotional because oh. I think. I think mostly we feel the essence of somebody before they give themselves the feeling of their own essence. And so they live and die having their essence reflected back to them time and time again, but no access point of actually having a physical, tangible, intimate connection to that essence. And, and so ultimately I'm getting this vision of the little lemmings like walking around distracted and right. taken away from their own precious and divine life. Right. Constantly distracted, distracted, mm-hmm. distracted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we, we use substances and all sorts of different addictions and things so that we can sort of tone down that essence. You know, there's this idea of like, let's just, just tone it down a bit, you know, mm. fit in, mm. belong over here. Don't yearn for anything different. Don't mm. open yourself up to possibility. Don't see how magnificent you are, because if you do that, then you won't need our system because you'll have your own. 
<sighs> imagine, imagine if we unlocked our own sacred cell system and believed and loved and nourished and nurtured ourselves. And do you know, Cal, again, this is the beauty of what you bring out in human beings as you allow them to be. So we mentioned in Kylie's episode that Kylie and I were in the corner with the divine Callie Brown. And I'm going to share a story um, because last year when I was in all of my womb him grief of demanding another baby and Silas demanding that that wasn't going to happen this lifetime, um, things were getting very heated in our relationship. And he was like, okay, that maybe you need to see a counsellor about this. And number one, I was horrified that my husband suggested mainstream counselling for me because I was a little bit beyond that. There is absolutely nothing wrong with mainstream counselling and I encourage the right human who needs that. It's just the same as going and seeing a G If you need to go and see a GP and get a referral for whatever you need, I love you, I honour you, I tre treasure you, I cherish you and where you're at. But when my husband... But we also told cherish me, that you weren't at that point. <laughs> when my husband said maybe I needed to find a counsellor and I went and Googled counselling and my whole body, my whole sacred soul system, remembering sacred soul system hadn't really come to the forefront of the world yet. My whole sacred soul system was going... Oh, this not this is not going to serve you. Plus, I have many a friends I talk to already, and many a friends who are just natural counsel counselors who will hold and listen. And I'm I'm very resourced in that spot. But anyway, this happened, and I stood there, and Silas left, and I was just you know went and googled and fumbled around like oh you this would make an amazing animation. Fumble for Kate fumbling around on Google and her whole central nervous system freaking out, and then. The power of Instagram, it was Mother's Day weekend. Cal puts this offering out. And I'd already reached out to Cal. I was asking about someone else. I was like, maybe I need this person, Cal. Like, you know, hi, Cal, what do you think of this? Cal puts this offering out and I am in. I am in. For starters, coaching space, like where I'd, I'd just never done it, but it's such a natural orientation for me to be mm. coached and be held and seen. I'm very naturally coachy in that I will sit and listen for a little while and then I'm like, okay, I've got a solution. Would you like to hear the solution? You don't want to hear the solution? I'm not, I'm, we're not, this is not good. What? You don't want to hear? I bet I have it. We can work through this. Anyway, so I found this coaching space with Cal in the corner. I do, I mean, how do you even call it? That's just such a 3D word for this vibrant, bustling, soul nourishing, community of women and I got to hit the green button beautiful souls I got to hit the green button in in the boxer coaching space that I'd never been in before with the beautiful cow and I hit that button and I got more than I could have ever got from 10 free counseling sessions I was heard I was seen I was not told how to think no one was coming at me with a solution I had to think of my own solutions I was vulnerable and then I was more vulnerable I was angry I was loving and the whole way through there was these beautiful beautiful women just gently applauding gently applauding and I then got to do that for them and Cal held that space she held that space by going here's a space where you can be all of you and yeah. no one knew, Cal didn't know that I got to this point where my husband's like, you need a counsellor. And I'm going, holy, whoa, where there's something so very wrong. There's nothing wrong with me and there's nothing wrong with Silas. Something needed a shift. Something needed a shake up. I needed to be heard outside of all the other spaces I was being resourced. Cal, really, truly, the age of golden light and sacred soul system all landed when I gave myself permission to invest in a space like that with you and allowed myself to be seen and heard as a human being. So I just wanted you to have you on the show to sing the theme song and to tell you how thankful I am, how grateful I am to have you in my life and for you to have these offerings that I assume, you, you know, you just put out there. Like mm -hmm. you were like, oh, there's a there's a need for this mm -hmm. i'm gonna throw it out there and, and responding to life when fully resourced we can listen to life and we respond ripple effect mm -hmm. ripple that's ripple so effect. true 
And it really is that simple. And I think so often, and I thank you for that beautiful acknowledgement, because it is, there's something, once you've been in the corner, there is something really um, significantly Mm. (laughs) medicinal um, about women coming together and being willing to just press the green button. And it's like you bring the selfishness of that, like the actual, I've got something to say. And mm. by doing that, there's selflessness because mm. everybody, everybody benefits, every soul benefits from whatever is moving through mm. your sacral sacred system is actually intrinsically nourishing for every other woman that's in that space. Oh, so wildly wonderful. So I'm just grateful that you, that you jumped in and you did that, but there was something else that you spoke to there, which was really beautiful and it it was something around being seen and heard as a human being and I think it's a really big piece and I think especially for your listeners and your community and 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 mine too when there's this desire for um moving beyond the human experience but having a human experience right knowing that we are soul within the human body but also allowing the humanness of that and actually allowing ourselves to be tantrumy and ragey and angry and pissed off and irritated and nervous and you know just allowing ourselves to be seen in that is actually nourishing to our essence and our soul and it's creating more space I see it like you know a sedentary kind of say the word sedent sedentary mm, sedentary you know what I'm I saying get it, yeah yep lake and on top is that um you know algae and dirt and leaves and everything that kind of is is like the top layer and that's like our humanness and then underneath that lake is this incredible ecosystem this incredible Mm. phenomenal self healing Mm. self evolutionary system underneath the depths of this superficial layer and but we need the superficial layer. It's got the algae. It's got the protection. It's got the things that we need for our soul to be serviced. And so it works together. But it's important that we keep moving that stuff on the top, that we keep giving it air time and moving it out so that we can actually really experience the depth of what else is there. Yes, the depth. And it's so interesting because I'm all about the depth. I'm like, there we go, go the go dark, go darker, there will all, we will always meet darkness with light. Like the age of golden light was birthed through pandemic. It was birthed through, you know, some really dire, um, stressful times. Um, yet still as a human, needed permission, needed to give myself permission and myself a space to go to the darkness of my vulnerability or my darkness of, I'm having all these ragey thoughts. How dare my husband do this? <laughs> I love you, stars. I love you, stars. He's never listening, but you know, one day maybe. Ah, oh, dark. Just like my partner, no. PS. Never listening. <laughs> Which is totally. So let's go there for a minute. And go, <laughs> let's talk about this. Actually, like, let's talk let's about it. Let's go there. Because. Yeah, I don't, um, let's talk about it as I pick my PJs out of my back. Um, <laughs> do you know what? It's okay. It's so okay. I don't know what, and I, I used this in a client session once. I don't know what, when Silas is away with his spreadsheets and counting trees and analyzing environmental something, something massive, insert big scientific words here, I'm not sitting by the sidelines like going, what are you doing now? How's that going? Blah, blah, blah. I'm loving him. I'm supporting him. I'm I'm honoring what he's doing. I admire his work as an environmental scientist. I, I learn from him, but I don't I don't go to his work meetings or re-listen back to what he's doing. So it's funny when we often, especially as women, have this expectation that like you know they're going to be in our in our, all up in our gear and all up in our work and you know resonating with something that we shared on Instagram. Like it's it's quite funny, isn't it, that we have that? Yeah, I, I even I found myself saying to my father-in-law like 
to feel like my posts on Instagram and then like pulling myself up and thinking like, why would he, Kate? Why does he need to? Like, what is this little tantrum ego moment of you going? Like, do you see me? Do you love me? Like, Totally. No, oh he doesn't gosh, need yes. to see you at work, Kate. Like, mm-hmm. because there's no defining work and play and it's all one. Like, ultimately... I have I've made this as my workplace. Yes. It's more likely Roscoe's listening than Silas. So thanks, Roscoe. <laughs> Probably because he's so scared of Feisty Kate being mad at him for not listening. Anyway, I digress. Now, what uh, did you want to say? <laughs> uh, I love it because I do think that there is some, it, this is an important piece and I guess you must get it with your clients as well and I do yeah. with mine with these incredible life-giving fulfilling nurturing conversations and connections we have in circle with women dynamic and mostly online right these Mm -hmm. incredible dynamic relationships and I remember my dad years ago when I walked away from acting and um which was a grieving process for him as well and and then I stepped into the coaching world and he really said, you know, like, what is coaching? Like, why do you do it? And I was still in that sort of defensive mode of like, yeah, well, this is why I do it. And, and it's amazing. And I'm still telling stories and, and, you know, and you find yourself tripping over words and because it's so, it's so important to you to get across to this person that this means something to you, but they're firing with like, well, prove it to me type thing, which is definitely, it wasn't his energy, but it was me sitting with the, I've got to prove this to him. And then I had this little voice say to me, wait a minute, is, is he your client? Like, is he (laughs) someone that you would work with? Right. Is he your demographic? You know, I was like, why am I trying to sell myself to you? You know? So I just stopped and I was like, actually, Dad, for the people that need my work, they will receive what I'm saying right now. I think this conversation is done, you know. Same, exact same thing, Cal, when I left the mainstream teaching world and came into my soul guide work and I would get all defensive, like, I'm still teaching, I'm still sharing knowledge, but I was having that, I was being in the defence and getting, you know, getting all riled up for no one other than myself because they they were just talking and asking and inquiring um, and it didn't actually matter because they weren't the people I was, I'm, I'm here to serve. Right, but I think this is a rite of passage and I think mm. it's great that we talk about this mm. because I think needing our partner to approve or to listen or needing Uncle Tom to jump in and give his two bobs <laughs> worth and needing, I don't know, your partner's mm. family or it's <laughs> this approval piece it starts to wane away when we, we begin to practice more of the sacred soul system in it's a beginning. It's something that yeah. it's sort of like when you start to see your kids when they're babies and they look back, you know, like is mummy still there? Is mummy still yeah. there? And then as they get older, you start to notice, oh, they're not doing the looking back thing as much. You know, they're looking forward. They're mm. they're they're really finding their place in their skin in the relationship with self, in the relationship with the world around them. And they're not so much in need of me. And actually that's the piece when we move into a new career or we start to listen to ourselves more and take really big, gets me emotional again, because I think when we start to listen to ourselves, the scary piece is, oh my God, I want to go that way. And this person that I've been sleeping beside for the last 10 years is Mm. really, I don't want them on that way or that path, right? Mm. So you start to hear these desires or these longings or these new pieces of yourself and they can be confronting. Mm. And so there's this desire to kind of like backtrack or receive some sort of um, pat on the back, like you're doing a good job Mm. when actually what's needed is to do the thing move through the rite of passage, the emotions, the rage, the you need to see a counsellor, the, you know, spitting things at each other and moving through that piece Mm. to be able to find one's alignment, one's attunement, one's truth within the experience. And it's interesting, I was only talking about this yesterday about trust and I, I think both trust and confidence, you know, they're not a prerequisite, they're a byproduct of doing something, of experiencing something. So if you're waiting to feel confident about a decision or a choice and if you're waiting to trust mm. yourself, then you're not living 
the opportunity for deeper trust and deeper confidence because it happens in the living. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, yes. Gosh, Cal, I love just being in space with you and how we can trust the flow. Now, I don't know what is going on outside except that it is involving a lot of trucks. So all that masculine talk of masculine energy and masculine approval and now there's like all these trucks on um on here at here at Queens Lane so I'm going to jump into our finishing questions Cal although I'd love to speak with you all day long yes before you do that though I do want to just say is like running free in my mind of these big trucks and sometimes it can feel like that with our partnership with maybe our relationship with that with the men in our lives like this just big trucks that come in and dump their cement on top of our incredible deep luscious fertile lake you know and it's just like and this big you know like it just Uh and I and I just want to say I get it and I see us and I feel like we're all moving through such a giant transition and we're asking so much of ourselves to bring our essence forward which again brings us full circle to that which you spoke to at the beginning of this call with that post about being resourced Mm. and I genuinely want to say without being like like taking one big giant generalization but just know that find corners within your life where you do feel like the cement truck has not come in and all over your lake because mm. and when you do, you will there will be pieces of you that you'll then feel safe to bring to the truck, knowing that the truck may never change, but you're okay to kind of show up more in your essence because you have other areas that are tending to it. <laughs> That's so good. Also, if you haven't already discovered through listening to this call, Cal is just the queen of analogies. Ah, oh, so good. And the visual, the visual of that, yes. Yes, and feeling resourced to, you know, go. sometimes you got to go confront the fucking truck. Right, <laughs> like, totally. What are you doing here? Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to Kelly. <laughs> yes, and I didn't want a truck. Like you can yes. just get the fuck yeah. out of here, right? Absolutely. But I think we can do that more truly and more groundedly when we are in self-acceptance and self-awareness. Yes, because when we aren't craving for validation or someone to love us or literally when we get to a point in our lives where people go, but what about what people think? Like, yeah, what would the other mums at the school say about you doing that, you showing up like that? And I go, I actually don't care because I'm responding from a place of love, love for myself prioritizing love for me my children the all for the better Mm -hmm. of humanity so that doesn't actually matter to me yeah and I think the biggest piece for me around that was realizing that the only way someone else's judgment infiltrated my system was because I had that judgment of myself yeah oh yeah and so so willing to just be with the flow of what comes up for me like am I okay to just really cry here right now even though I know it's uncomfortable for that person am I still just going to stay in my truth and let this flow and be in the intensity of how I feel how I move through the world and be okay with that like offer myself the okayness and the compassion Mm. Mm. yeah Offer myself the awareness, the okayness, and the compassion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is the value of a pause, isn't it? This is the value of totally. What do I need right now to feel resourced? What is getting in the way of me having complete and utter love for myself? What is mm-hmm. getting in the way of me knowing that if I don't respond to a text straight away or go and please someone else immediately? life is going to be okay all the right people will show up will love you will support you more when you Mm -hmm. give yourself that time and space Mm. Mm. so lovely so delicious Cal what are you here for here in 2022 Mm, what am I here here for well I'm here for the enchantment of life I'm here to be enchanted by everything that presents itself I'm here for more presence I'm here for more abundance more richness more connection more truth more ease truth and ease yes 
and when you are resourced, all of those things, the, the enrichment, the enchantment, the abundance, it all comes. It really, mm. really beautiful souls. Look, I, I could show note this. You go back five, six years ago when I, you know, showed up, pressed, pressed record on a little Zoom and like fully disclosed um, how I didn't think we could get much rock bottom, more rock bottom with finances, but I was still showing up. I was still loving all of me. I was still acknowledging that I was here this lifetime to be all of me. Mm-hmm. And then it, it really, it really truly does happen. You mm-hmm. are resourced, like, you know, that you are energy rich. And when you're rich in energy, that's reflected in all, all the right places. It's reflected totally. in the bank account. It's reflected in the veggies you're growing, in the health of your friends, your family. Mm-hmm. It, I promise. I, this, yeah. is my pro- this is the Kate Darnell promise. <laughs> this is the Kate Darnell promise. Yeah. And it actually is true because I think when we suspend time and space and actually allow ourselves to sit in infinite possibility and in the energy of that, mm. even rock bottom can feel like an opportunity to build something new. It's more dark. It's mm. just it's just more more dark and mm. we can't have light without the dark. We can't we can't have that gold. Now I'm getting I'm getting to gold mining analogies now, but like that's dark and gritty dust. I, I don't know much about gold mining, but I might have to learn. Like yep. you know, there's there, there there will always be dark, beautiful listeners and and don't no need to fear it. No need to fear it. Yeah. Cal, mm. what's living life sacred mean for you? To live life sacred. Mm. To live life intentionally. Mm. To live life curiously. To be available to life. And to mm, truly be light. Mm. Truly feel light and be light. because it's everywhere you know like that's why I wake up in the morning and and at least twice a week I wake with the sun I go and see the sunrise and I walk barefoot and allow that process of rising to be a part of the rising within me Mm. there's something sacred about knowing that this is a co-regulatory journey this is a co-created journey and although so much of this call we've talked about the self and developing the self and one sacred soul system but what is that when it is not if you are not intrinsically becoming more aware of your own inner knowing to be in service of supporting the collective knowing yeah yeah allowing the collective knowing to serve your inner knowing right all for the collective it's all for yeah. the collective because there's no separation right there's, it's we we need to acknowledge us as as one like that and that is a separation but we're only doing that because we exist because of the whole ecosystem of the entire planet right right yeah. and that's yeah. sacred to me that's sacred yes, really beginning so sacred. to understand that um that relationship and that mm. that giving and receiving peace that mm. I think is so lost in the matrescence journey and understand in our societal setup and mm. indoctrination and all of these pieces that have us think we need to be these, you know, as you called them, the lemmings, you know, separate mm. um, when actually we're just all this cellular ecosystem. So mm. delicious. So delicious. So delicious. How do you, I think you've sort of answered this in Living Life Sacred. They're a bit of a same, same, but I love the different answers we get. How do you live, choose to live, or how, how are you living life golden and here showing up in the age of golden light, Kelly Brown? Wow, it's such a great question. Is it? I don't know. I think I feel like it's just a reframe. What it brings for me, how am I living life golden, is actually it's really brave to do that. It's brave Mm. to step into the golden light and allow it to wash over you and allow it to penetrate you and allow it to break you and allow it to serve you and heal you and reveal you. The golden light, it's like standing naked in the sunshine you know there is a a a warmth but it can also sting 
And so there needs to be a conscious, it's a conscious willingness to live life in the golden light. Conscious willingness. Oh, Kelly, <laughs> thank you. Always thank you. I'm just in deep gratitude for your wisdom, the, the way you see and hear and resonate with my resonance. Mm. Um, I love being in this frequency this lifetime with you and I'm certain many of today's listeners will really feel that bravery, the courage it does take to stand naked under the golden glow whilst also continuing to be aware of their mm. needs and aware of what that offers the entire planet, the whole of humanity, this, this awareness of just what feels good and true and congruent for all of whoever you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I thank you, Kate. I thank you for coming to this conversation today, um, you know, knowing that, uh, yeah, just bringing your heart and bringing your soul and bringing your truth and meeting mine in that place. It's something you do so eloquently and so elegantly and so gracefully and your willingness to just be with all parts of life um, and to really, truly be with. Even um, the cement beautiful. truck. There is Even there's the cement actually truck. a cement truck outside my home right Holy now. Because it doesn't. It, act, it doesn't even matter <laughs> in the end. Oh, I actually went to sing two songs then. I went to sing in the end, it doesn't even matter. Like in the end, it doesn't even matter. And the other one was more like, I can't remember now, but there was two songs there, but they went, okay. That's what that. I do. I, I hear life through songs. So thank I you, know for, you for picking that up and, ah, and singing back to me. Um, and I would love it. to hear what, what juiciness people received from this conversation Please. too. It's always beautiful to respond yeah. to yes. um, that which was resonant within you. Absolutely. And Cal, Cal and I are not the kind of people who want people to be strangers to us. We're all about connection. Cal, Cal's a clarity and connection coach. So please, ah, as my microphone tries to run away from me, don't be a stranger. Um, if you connect with Cal or myself, um, you know, uh, via Insta or wherever you find this, um, say hello. We'd love to hear yeah. from you. Um, we'd love to know that you're here in this frequency of golden light and the magic that is you that makes up the magic that is all of us. Um, mm -hmm. Cal, it's actually just a gift to be in your space. You're so healing. You're so nourishing. Mm -hmm. Thank you a million times. And I will speak to you again soon. Thank you, beautiful Kate. I love mm -hmm. you. And just quickly, the song that slipped my mind was Queen. Nothing really matters at all. <laughs> I wasn't joking when I said Kelly brings out the singer in me. <laughs> Thank you, as always, incredible humans, for listening to these heartfelt, soul-led, high-vibe conversations. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a loved one, um, someone within your realm, like, reviews, all those podcasty things that help others hear the magic as well. I mentioned at the start, Accelerate does have a special 22nd of the second 22 offer on at the moment. So if you're ready to accelerate your soul project, please reach out. I would love to support you and tell you more. Of course, Sacred Soul System will be beginning at Equinox the 21st of March. I am so excited for this magic. You can discover more at sacredsoulsystem.com. I love you. 